Welcome to episode one of This is South the Cab, presented by SDIA. My name is Kenneth Saunders III, and I am chairman of the South the Cab Improvement Association. And I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear something that will perhaps motivate you and educate you and inspire you to become more active in the community. Because SDIA is all about being able to improve the area of South DeKalb that is located here in DeKalb County, Georgia. Through our five core commitments, education, public safety, code compliance, housing, and economic development, we are here to be the voice for the people and to help control the narrative to where we are attracting the businesses and residents that will help create a better quality of life in this part of the county. Now, this podcast is specifically designed for you, the people, to stay informed, where we'll talk about the issues that are going on, but better yet, to provide you with solutions on how to improve life here in South Gap. And through the course of these series of podcasts, we'll have different guests on, business leaders, community leaders, to really have a discussion and a conversation about the things that are going on. And I feel that, well, I don't hear anybody else that really talks about South the Cab in a positive way. Well, we're here to do that, do that as well. And starting off with this episode, I am going to, this is, I got to tell you, as as I break away from doing my intro, <laughs> this is all about having fun as well. Because even though that we are dealing with serious issues, the fact is, is that we have to enjoy the process of doing this. But after the tone, I'm going to come back and bring somebody on that I consider one of the community legends. He has been involved in the community for a very long time. And we are so fortunate to have one of the co-founders of SDIA, who is currently vice chairman, Robert Douglas. So again, sit back and just listen and enjoy the conversation. But one thing before I get to the break, make sure that you do visit our website, sdiainc.org. That's S-D-I-A-I-N-C.org. And make sure that you click on the yellow button and donate. But even better yet, make sure that you go and fill out the application so that way that you can become a member of our organization. But also the other thing that you can do is you can follow us on Twitter and also Instagram. But then also make sure that you like our Facebook page. That way that you can stay abreast of all the different activities and events that we have throughout the year. And again, thank you for taking the time out of your day to be able to listen to this podcast. So right after the tone, we'll have a conversation with Mr. Robert Douglas. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Kenneth Sons III, and I have somebody special for you all. Uh, the vice chair of SDIA, Robert Douglas, is on the line with us, and we are going to talk about several things that are impacting South the Cab. Uh, but first, I want for him to uh, come on and, and introduce himself, uh, and that way that we'll go ahead and, and start our conversation. Uh, Mr. Douglas, are you there? 
Yes, I am. Uh, welcome. Welcome to This is South the Cap. Uh, if you can, uh, go ahead and, and uh, tell the, the listeners a, a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is Robert Douglas. I was born in Brunswick, Georgia, uh, graduate of Risley High School, uh, also graduate of Rutgers University. I have been one of the original members of SDIA since this is founding. And uh, we, I think we have been doing great things in the community for several years. My first position with SDIA was chair of the education committee. I, we have been doing some great things within, within the school system and outside of the school system. We have partnered with other organizations to do educational activities in the community. So I am very pleased with what we've accomplished and I'm very pleased with our organization, South Dakota Improvement Association. Yeah, that, that, that is awesome. You know, for somebody like you who, who has had such a rich history and, and knowledge, uh, particularly with South Dakota, you know, I definitely know that you have definitely been an asset, and particularly for me, an inspiration for me. Uh, hopefully, I can be like you when when I grow up. Uh, but, <laughs> and, uh, you know, when because you took up education, and and that's one of the things that I believe uh, is very important uh, when it comes to really being involved within the community. Is is not necessarily just about activism, but is about activism uh, when it comes to educating people on the different issues and and solutions that we have in order to improve the quality of life for South DeKalb. Um, and, you know, I'm just wondering, uh, because we just had our primary the other day, and, you know, and for those listeners, um, we and we uh, don't get too political because one of the things we really can't, but we can talk about the elections and, and things that we look forward to uh, when it comes to our elected officials. So, uh, Mr. Douglas, so uh, what, what are your thoughts about uh, the election, the results of the election? Well, I thought that there were some significant changes as a result of the election. I guess most people noted that some of the incumbents who have been in office for term after term and because there's no term limits, uh, some of them had lost this time around because basically I think that people uh, just have not seen any major changes that have actually been made in their neighborhoods since these people have been elected. Uh, some of them have been in office 10, 15 years, but there still could not be seen real physical changes that benefited the community. So some people decided that it was politically correct to change their voting patterns 
for particular people who had been in office. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and I definitely see that you know there are people that are out there uh, that are ready for um, not the idea of change, but they would want to see physical change. Um, that that that's uh, in, in our community, and you know, and one of the things that I do believe that um, if you if you are you know somebody that is elected to uh, an office, that you have to make sure that you are making an impact as quickly as possible, and not fall into the trap of complacency, and feel that well because I'm an incumbent that I'm just automatically going to be reelected even if I'm not necessarily doing anything that's benefiting the community. And yeah, I definitely see that with this, uh, with particularly with the primary, uh, that there's a, a sea of change that that's happening and almost of a, a change of guard uh, when it comes to uh, people that we are electing to, to office. I mean, do you agree? I agree. 100%. Yeah. So, Okay, as an organization, I think that SDIA could play a major part to make sure that the the politicians who have been reelected and the ones who have just begun a career in politics, it would be our responsibility to hold them accountable for any political actions that they partake as far as improving our community. We, we should act as a voice for the people to make sure that they are performing their duties in a politically correct way that it will benefit everyone in the community and to make ensure that there's equity in all areas and issues and as far as services provided to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree on that too, because uh, with us being a voice of the, uh, for, for the people, and and having the the relationships with our elected officials, you know, I definitely feel that we as an organization can help influence the direction of you know of how they legislate. Um, perhaps bring them ideas uh, for innovation, uh, so that way that uh, it benefits our area. And like I know that we we definitely focus on South the Cap, uh, and we want to be able to attract businesses and residences to our area. At the same time, we want to continue to uh, control the narrative uh, so that way that we can prevent some negative aspects of people coming into our community um, and, and perhaps raising prices up so high that current residents can no longer afford to live here. Uh, and, and so speaking of that, um, what other issues do you see that's facing South the Cab um, that, that we need to really you know, pinpoint and, and focus on? One of the major issues that's needed in South DeKalb is economic development. Mm. 
and as an organization, I hope that our strategy will be to uh, demand that our local politicians, CEO, commissioners, our state representatives, senators, uh, congressmen, make sure that they are working every day to bring uh, business into our community. We have a, a big land space that's available for economic development in South Dakota, but we have been neglected um, from, from having businesses come into our area. But the first thing we have to do is to make sure that our neighborhoods are attractive enough for a business to have a desire to come into the community. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that that happens. I completely agree. You know, and, and that's the reason why we have you know, an economic uh, committee uh, to be able to, to focus on that. And even though that what what I, what I feel that most people don't realize is that uh, everything ties into economic development. And, you know, I kind of consider the, the civil engineering of social change or social prosperity, where everything kind of stems from that one source. Uh, just like with civil engineering, you had chemical and electrical and mechanical, everything coming out of civil engineering, economic development is also um, uh, is the source and key to a lot of other things to, to really happen. And I know that's one of the reasons why when you first joined SKA that you wanted, you, you became chair of, of the education committee. And, right. you know, economic development, most people don't realize on, on how, um, on, on, on what it takes to really spur it because it is kind of complex, but, if you have particularly, you know, education, um, housing and public safety and and code compliance and everybody's working together, then economic development will will happen. And particularly like, you know, one of the things that we know, um, particularly South Cab, is that the city of Stonecrest wanted to um, or have put their bid out uh, to kind of separate part of their city the city uh, to attract uh, Amazon with their uh, headquarters too. And something like that, well, yeah, if you have an Amazon that comes in, that will definitely spur economic development. But then also the negative side of it is that it may rise property values up or housing values up in a market that's already scarce. And it may leave some people not being able to afford in this area. But, I mean, that's a form of bringing economic development into an area. But in other ways, and, and, but we have to still focus, even if Amazon doesn't come here, like we have to be able to make sure that not only are people here um, that live within South DeKalb uh, spend money within South DeKalb, but then also attract other people from other parts of Metro Atlanta to come and shop and spend money in our area. So what do you think that the county can actually do uh, to be able to 
uh, attract businesses uh, into our area? Well, I think that the county's responsibility is to uh, partner with different agencies, especially such agencies such as the governor's office, uh, begin to collaborate with the governor. Uh, when, when the governor goes on foreign missions to bring in economic development, our local uh, elected officers should be right there beside the governor uh, speaking for economic development to come to our neighborhoods on our side of town. We live in an unincorporated area with a lot of available land that's uh, ready for the development. So uh, I think we, we have the resources, we just need the business. But we have to make sure that we are, we have the, our infrastructure in place and we are ready to welcome new business. And we are talk, we're not talking about mom and pop business, we're talking about large businesses. We're talking about uh, corporations, Industrial yes. businesses, uh, mm -hmm. manufacturing. We have space for all that type of development. And at the same time, we, we want to make sure that we have mass transit in mm. our area so that it will all connect to, to the enhancement of, of good quality uh, economic development. Yeah, and, and mass transit is, is definitely a, a, a hot topic and it's very important, particularly to, um, to increase the quality of life. And we'll talk about uh, MARTA and, and the regional transportation agency and stuff like that uh, uh, on another episode. Hey, Kenneth Saunders III here. Hopefully you are enjoying this broadcast of This Is South DeKalb. While you're at it, please visit our website, sdiainc.org, and go ahead and become a member of our organization. While you're at it also, make sure you click on the yellow button that says Donate right on our homepage. Now back to our broadcast. Um, but speaking of making things attractive, uh, one of the uh, divisions that we have is code compliance. And, and we know that there has been a constant problem of trash, blighted homes, and, and, and just the county and itself not looking uh, as beautiful as it should. Uh, and, and I know particularly with our last public meeting that we had a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a representative from code compliance come and, and speak and, and talk about uh, what the residents can do in order to try to help facilitate uh, the, the, you know, their, their department and, and try to see if everybody is complying with the code. Uh, but I know that you recently went to a meeting and, uh, with code compliance, and, um, and we do have somebody that is over our uh, code compliance division at uh, Wayne Early. Um, but from your perspective, what do you see that code compliance need to do, uh, not only to improve the county, but even internally to improve themselves? 
Well, what I've found out, I've been to two uh, advisory board committees at the code enforcement office. In fact, I was there to the, today. What is going on is the code enforcement department is suffering from a lack of staff, a a lack of a good work environment and and a good work facility, a healthy work facility to work out of. They uh, it seems very hard for them to hire people, even though the the, the stock salary I think is pretty sufficient. But because of uh, the quality of work environment uh, um, and the, and the training that's needed, uh, there's a lot more support that is needed for the uh, administration to make sure that things can can get done. There, there's a very very serious um, situations going on within the department that needs to be corrected. And I think that the community will have to step in and demand that county as a whole make necessary changes so that the department can run efficiently in order to provide services to the residents of the community. Mm. At the same time, I just don't understand um, why the administration, central administration is not putting up enough effort to correct those things that's needed in order for them to really provide services to the residents because that's one of the biggest community issues residents have. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely surprising to, to, to hear because I remember back, uh, there was another meeting where there was a stat that, that, that I heard that um, even though that they had like 40 something, 44 people working for code compliance, that only 18 were active and everybody else was sick. And, you know, and, and these people are still getting paid for being on sick leave. But it's like, well, if their work environment isn't up to code themselves, then how can you expect them to work? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, again, like this is another example, I think, that where, you know, the county is almost shooting itself in the foot. Where you know when when you when you have you know deficient work environments and or and lack of of marketing of South DeKalb and to in order to attract businesses and whatnot, uh, you know something has to change, and and perhaps you know, to to your point is that you know it's going to take the 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 citizens and the residences to to actively talk to the administration. And, and demand and enforce to say, hey, these are the deficiencies and we need to clean.
And even though that our CEO, Michael Thurman, did admit last week about the county neglecting road improvements uh, and, and admitting that the county has been neglectful, it almost feels like it's almost a little bit too late because this is something that we as a community have, have known. And even though that we pass a splash specifically being able to, to pass, I mean, to, to do road resurfacing and whatnot, that this could have been done a long time ago. So it almost seems like there needs to be something else that, hey, if, if these roads are, to, are need to be repaved and not just repaired and, and doing a poor job with fixing the potholes, that, well, the, we need to see improvements immediately. So that way that, you know, that's one issue that can be taken care of. And I think when people see new roads, for instance, it's going to improve on how people feel about their community. Exactly. Wow. You know, I think it's, it's absolutely amazing on, on how, you know, again, you know, we, and we're just folk, we just touched on just a couple of issues and there's more that, that we can definitely discuss about, but I think that's the reason why, you know, SDIA uh, is here to really be the voice of the people and, and to really, you know, bring everybody together as well on certain issues and working with the different organizations that are out there uh, and, and making sure that we're all speaking with one voice. And, you know, and I believe that SDA is, is truly the key to that. I mean, do you, do you agree? I agree 100%. We, we for equity in our neighborhood. We have been neglected for too long. And it's time for change. And if exactly. that means to change uh, elected officials, that is what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. And and with SDA, we're we're not about talk; we're about action. And and that's what people need to see, and that's what they deserve to see. Um, and so, you know, do you have any other parting words for everybody? Well, I would like to just invite the community residents who are really concerned that they, number one, need to join an organization such as SDIA in order to wield more power and demand from our local government, state government, and national government. It's harder to demand things as an individual, but when you go in numbers, you have you have more leverage yep. in order to make changes. So I invite the community to get involved, to get involved, to to make a change. So I, I, this would be a good time to welcome you to join an organization such as SDIA. Get involved. Come to our meetings. Voice your opinions, and let's make a change for the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank our vice chair, Robert Douglas, 
Uh, he is an absolute uh, inspiration, uh, and particularly uh, since we are of two different generations, uh, it shows that we can all work together to improve our area. So I want to thank you for joining us on the first episode, episode one of This is South the Cab. It's been a pleasure, my brother, and you are an inspiration to me also. Uh, and I know we we can work well together. And just like brother said a long time ago, why can't we all get along? <laughs> exactly. No matter where we come from, what what race we we are. Uh, it's 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 all about unity. Yes, it is. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs>